Welcome to the HU Pirateship Podcast. What's up, everybody? It's year eight and episode number 73. I'm your host, Big Freak, along with Hampton Knight from the HU Power Ship. What's going on, man? How you been? Oh, man. God, you know what? This weather is ridiculous. It's disgusting, and it's just, it, it makes me melancholy. So I'm done. <laughs> That's true, man. Hey, did you lose electricity? We actually lost electricity for a couple hours over the weekend due to that remnants of that storm i know i still know some people here that still don't have juice and it's tuesday and they've been out since friday wouldn't say i lost electricity i actually lost um uh, i would say i lost the ceiling so yeah unfortunately yeah unfortunately i wake up and go down to my basement and i hear a tapping and i'm like what is that and i go in my office and yeah, there is water coming from the ceiling. It probably came from the flood. I mean, in my backyard and it's on my wall. So that's going to be, we're going to see if State Farm got, got something with it. If not, then it's going to be coming out of me and Jasmine's account. Which, lovely. Yeah, lovely. Home ownership. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, man. It's scary. Well, yeah, man. Handle that. Thanks for taking some time out to record this show. So, on this show, <laughs> we're going to uh, talk about the team updates, uh, give an update on a team after the buy, just our thoughts on uh, the team and what they look back and what they can improve upon going forward. Some quick CAA updates, some HBCU updates, and then we'll discuss the CAA home opener against Maine. So let's jump right into it. Hampton is coming off a buy as they head into the game against May. Uh, Maine. So we wanted to talk about uh, the offense and the defense and, you know, everyone self scouts on buys and should be doing that throughout the season. So we took a look at the offense and the defense, and we'll just give some thoughts on uh, each uh, position group and uh, how can they uh, improve things. So I'll take a look at the offense. Hampton and I take a look at the defense. So the offensive review, the good so far, they're averaging 4.6 yards per rush. So that's pretty good. Um, Jadakiss Bonds, he's back. He's uh, averaging uh, 78 yards per game and four touchdowns. And then Ramon Copeland, he's uh, averaging 56 yards per game and two touchdowns. And then uh, Darren Butts is back. So we missed him and he's filled in quite nicely, uh, especially since it seems like Elijah Burris is, uh, hasn't been going. Um, it's the bad. Uh, what needs improvement? QB play. Uh, they've thrown combined quarterbacks have thrown eight interceptions and only six touchdowns. So that's not a good ratio. And uh, uh, also the offense needs to get uh, Elijah Burris going. So um, he's a big time talent, but he might be hobbled a little bit and he's not uh, showing the same effectiveness could be due to a bunch of things, but I hope he's 
uh, back to health and can run like I know he wants to run. And then they need to get the other backs involved. Um, I've noticed like the other guys, they have a pretty good uh, roster of running backs, but a lot of guys aren't getting carries. So um, I think so there are some injuries to other guys as well. But those guys are huge, man, the other fill-ins. So hopefully they can get some more guys involved to spread the wealth and take advantage of what was supposed to be a deep uh, running back room. And then also, we always talk about this going back eight years. T- tight ends, man. Guess how many man, catches uh, the tight ends have through four games? I, I, can own, I can't remember any. I would say maybe – all right, high end, I'm going to say six. Two. <laughs> oh god two so and, the, and they're huge right <laughs> yeah maybe they just a bunch of blocking guys man, <laughs> be, man. I, I hope not man i mean that should help the quarterbacks right i mean you know instead of throwing downfield but yeah tight ends only yeah. have two catches yeah um listen i did see that missed catch or uh, crucial third down missed catch um, number 87 at Delaware. And I was just like, ah. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was tough. There was another one against Howard, too. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. He, he, dude could have dude could have had another 30 yards once if you'd have caught that. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was bad. They got to get some uh, more production out of the tight ends to help those quarterbacks out. Um, so that that's been uh not good going forward. I think, man, Mays has to be the starter at quarterback. Yeah. Now, he throws two interceptions per game and probably throws five that three get dropped. So yeah. he's almost <laughs> like throws an interception or a potential interception per quarter, but uh, he's almost completing at 60% uh, when it hits, when he's targeting the right folks. And he can throw, like, all across the field. So he can yeah. – he, he reads, he tries just – Sometimes it goes to the wrong place, but he can stretch the field and throw everywhere. So he keeps the defenses honest in that respect. Um, Zealous is, I think he's completing at under 40%, something like that. So you can't have that at any level of football and be competitive. So he'll get better. Uh, yeah. Maybe he can be, Zealous can be like the full-time Wildcat quarterback because everybody's going back to the Wildcat. I don't know if everybody knows. <laughs> everybody's doing Wildcat. So maybe he can just do that and be a real yeah. option at throwing yeah. the ball. But Mays has to be the starter, man. You think, what do you think? I mean, <laughs> well, I'll just kind of go on um, piggyback off, off what you said um, for the offense to review. Um, I would say definitely uh, the 4.6 yards per rush has been good. And uh, Jada Kiss, 78 yards um, per game, four TDs. You know what? I could see him actually doing 100. I mean, he should. I think he should have had much more against Tuskegee and um, Howard. And I, 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 we saw what they were doing with Norfolk State. They were based, They weren't. They didn't. They put everybody on them. So um, that is good. But it's also should have been giving them enough. Uh, the other receivers enough uh, wiggle room to do what they need to do. And we didn't see any of that. Um, Darren Bucks. You know, we surely need him. And um, he, you know, he's been always, we, we, we saw him in Tuskegee, we saw him in Howard, and we didn't really see too much of him at Norfolk State, but, you know, he's, he's still, uh, you know, the spark plug, you know, at certain points in the offense. Um, 
you know, just like you said, you know, the interceptions are, I would say, really an issue. Eight interceptions to six touchdowns. That's not really going to cut it. But I also kind of feel that Mays, you know, when Mays came in, you know, he's competing with uh, Zealous and the other kid. And I think that he probably didn't get the reps he needed during, you know, the summer, during uh, summer camp. He probably wasn't here for spring camp. So he didn't get the reps for summer camp. So he's probably behind the eight ball. And by the time season started, he still hadn't built enough continuity with the actual uh, receivers that he has. So, and you can, you could see it. So that, I mean, hopefully this bye week, you know, they kind of, uh, I've kind of ironed a few things out, but you I, you wouldn't expect it to iron everything out, you know, with it, with just a short week. Um, you know, I do hope that Elijah Burris is, you know, on the men because we surely need him. That dude's a sledgehammer when he's running. He's yeah. quick and he's in. He, he has, you know, he has enough power to get through, you know, off those those uh, power plays, those off tackle plays, trap plays. And, you know, he can definitely run. He and, he and he's good in the sweep game, too. He's a guy that, you know, we surely miss. So, and, you know, this is the thing. He could actually take pressure off of Mays in the play-action game. You know, it's like whenever Bucks is in the game, you can tell the defense is kind of like, all right, He if he do get the ball, it's going to be like a little – if it is up the middle, it's going to be, you know, he's going to get it and then try and kick out. Or it's a sweep, or it's like a screen, or something like that with butts. But when but when I mean no, I mean that's yeah with butts. But when yep. Burris is in there, you know it, it's like oh here we go, we got to strap up, you know. So <laughs> that's one thing. Um, I do think I would like to see uh, White get involved, Snipes get involved. You know, those are guys that we haven't really seen. And the reason why I would say this too is because when you're playing catch up then it's going to be hard to get those guys in there. You know, you you might have to start throwing more instead of focusing on a run game. You know, we saw them at Tuskegee and Howard because we had leads there or the game was getting closer, same with Norfolk State. So as far as the tight ends are concerned, you know, I mean, uh, I mean, we do have a veteran there, but, you know, it's just, you know, it's just, just haven't gotten it. Maybe, Maybe they they're working something out with them, or maybe that's just they are where they are, or they at where they need them to be, and maybe they're just playing towards the scheme. But it is what it is. Um, but yeah, definitely going forward, I do think that Mays is still probably the best uh, QB on the roster. You know, he can make the throws. I do get worried about sometimes his balls. Not ball, oh my God. Pause. 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 Okay, real talk. No, no, seriously. It seems that he has – the ball gets there. Sometimes it it when it comes out, it shoots out like a rocket. But by the time it gets to the uh, – to the, uh, the, the receiver, it kind of loses momentum a little bit. So I don't know anything about throwing footballs, but – it seems that maybe the delivery, you know, the the initial trajectory of the ball, or the initial uh, firing of the ball, yeah, he's, he 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 could throw it, but by the time it gets there, it's like it's floating. Yeah, and so and you see that, and then sometimes it just looks like he's he's unsure of. I mean, not where it goes, but maybe the ball placement. So sometimes you know he's back and he sees, oh, I got him, 
And then there he didn't see the he didn't account for the linebacker or how the defender would would be there. And he looks like he's trying to place it and then it becomes an interception. So I do think and I wouldn't all put it on him. I would say that it's more about continuity with him. And he probably needed more time with these receivers. You know, the kid came out of Juco. And now you're playing CAA ball, you <laughs> That's know? That's true. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it, it's going to be hard. So, I feel I – I, I know it's difficult. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, so, yeah, you know, I do think that going forward, we have to rely more on the running game so that we can – so that we could uh, keep Mays upright, you know, uh, utilize more play action – you know, so we could have some sort of ball control. But it's hard if the holes ain't open and the running backs are hurt. So, yeah. Yep, that's true. I mean, I'll kick it to you next with a defense, but I think um, this is a defensive team right now. Defense is the strength of yeah. the team. Yeah. So they should cater to that yeah. um, and try and slow down the game. That's what they tried to do against Delaware. It didn't work because – yeah. Where it was really good, but I think that's yeah. the game plan going forward. Slow it down sure. and keep the defense fresh and play to them. So sure. what are your thoughts on the defense, man, as we wrap up the offense? Oh, you also, also, I, you know, one last ahead, thing I'll say. Sure. This, someone else mentioned, two people have mentioned to this. Like, this is uh, a, re, a result, the quarterback situation. You know, we took home run swings on uh, yeah. Duffy and Francois. Yeah. Yeah. But no one was ever groomed. Yeah. Yeah. So Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, we had uh, 16 for a Hall. Dal- it was a Dallas Hall. Yeah. And, you know, he, I mean, I don't know his ability, but, you know, if he had it, they it would have been him. And same with Zealous. If he would have had it, he would have been starting by now. So, yep. you know, they just haven't found a kid from the high school level yet. And that to me is probably, you know, where we lack, you know. And if you think about it, it felt like we've always had those kids at the high school level, whether it's Princeton Shepard, you know, the TJ, you remember, oh God, TJ Mitchell. Yeah. Well, TJ Mitchell, but he's a transfer though. Yeah. TJ Mitchell, um, Herbert Bonds, yeah. you know, you know, and even even though we had to say it, uh JJ Williams. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, uh, hey, hey, JJ yeah. Williams. Yeah. Uh, an, an, an up, <laughs> I will say that JJ will be uh, welcome right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I don't. Nah. <laughs> hey, you know what? I remember that. Yeah. His, what's his best game? I remember that ODU game. Was that I can remember? Oh, yeah, that was that. Uh, his first, his first game under Connell Maynard, and we were sitting there like, Lord Hammers, ain't nobody never got him to play like that. Right. And his first, best and la- best and last game that we ever saw. We joking, we kidding. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, all right, let's get to the defense. Um, yeah. First thing I would say this is that uh, through the, I would say, I'm going to just say the first three games because <laughs> that Delaware State, Delaware game, you know, it's just like, I do, I will include it too. But um, we noticed Hampton, literally was not allowing any points in the first quarter against Howard, Tuskegee, and only seven points in the first quarter against Norfolk State. And I think with Delaware, we had 14 points. So in three games, no, four games, we've only given up 21 points. 
Mm -hmm. in the first quarter alone. So that means that the defense always comes out, you know, they literally come out smoking each end. If, if they are buoyed or, or if they're, if the offense is giving them enough, is giving it enough of an effort, then, you know, the defense, then, then it gives the defense time and the, and, and then they could use that as bully ball, you know, um, you know, being doing exactly what they need to do to actually to keep the score low. Whereas now what we, what we saw in CAA play was that the uh, defense definitely uh, gave Delaware fits. You know, that first half, it was 14 nothing. Yeah. And then I think we went in a halftime uh, 14 nothing. Defense gave them everything, but they got tired out. You know, the offense, you know, three and outs, three and outs, three and outs, turnovers. You know, you cannot, you cannot, you have to give them a bone. So it's nothing the defense, the defense can't play all four quarters with no offense. So yep. that's one thing. So what I will say is, though, the good I will say is, I'm going to just start with these players. Uh, Keyshawn Moore, beast. Uh, and we we knew this going in. We knew this, um, but I'm gonna give I'm gonna give um some flowers to these to these three young men. Number four, Quashawn Townsell, Mason King, and you know my guy, number five too. Yep, DeAndre Falk. And this is the thing though, those three guys right there are playing some some hell of a football, excellent football, and you cannot even uh, say their names without saying Kentrell Groom. Um, Keyshawn Moore and uh, Jerry Hardy and Andy Matthews, you know, those are some dogs up front. And I do, I mean, I am a little bit, uh, how should I say, I don't like the three down lineman approach, you know, because, you know, the, even the Delaware um, uh, posters were telling us about it. Like, oh man, that three down lineman, man, y'all sure y'all want to run that? Yeah. But, <laughs> mm -hmm. but, you know, cause they were used to Chris Kosh. You know, they were like, that's all they talked about. Chris Koss and the, um, and the down, three down linemen. But I would say this stuff. I would say this too. It has caused a lot of havoc. You know, like they, like he, they, our defense give, gives the opposing offense fits, you know, like with, um, with those blitz packages. From what we saw at Delaware that first half, Andy Matthews had a nasty sack. And that quarterback, he didn't look, you know, he, he had some pressures and, and then I would say the line, um, the the coverage at times was really really good. So, but that's just for the Delaware game, for the Norfolk State and the um, the Howard and Tuskegee games. Um, the linebackers were flying around, you know, causing all kind of havoc plays. And the fact of the matter is that twenty one points in in four games, you know, in the first quarter alone is is an amazing stat. So kudos to them on that. Um, I will also say that um, our secondary has it. I mean, we've had some, we've had some hiccups, but it wasn't like last year. No, you know, we weren't. Robert Morris wasn't going up, and they wouldn't go up and down on this team like they did last year. So, um, I think that there's been very much improved secondary help that we've seen. You know, Stanley Garner, and you know, Stanley Garner, man, you know him and Ali Shockley, you know. Shockley was taking a little a lot of chances last year. He's looking like he's playing, I would say, fundamentally sound football. So good kudos to him. Kudos to the to the secondary coach. Um hey, can I, I jump in there real quick? There's one sure. guy Go ahead. I want everyone to watch out for. And I wish 
I just lost his name, but there's a, a guy they have in the defense in the backfield. He's a transfer from what's his number? Uh, might be Purdue. I thought it was three. Uh Perkins. Is it Byron oh, Perkins? Hey, Perkins yeah. has skills. I mean, you know, yeah. he's, he's yeah. still figuring things out, but everybody yeah. watch 19. Yeah. Watch number 19. Yeah. 6'3, 190. Good. Yeah. Typical size, prototype yeah. size. Just watch him. Yeah, you know, I was really, you know, and he was a guy that I gave up that big play against Norfolk State last year. And we were like, oh, man. But, hey, that boy is balling. So we got to give up, you know, kudos to him. So, you know what, that defense, man, it's like I was thinking about this defense earlier this morning. I was just like, look, man, these guys, we haven't seen a defense that was this good since. I'm not going to call it like a – it's not a Joe Taylor championship style type defense, but I would definitely say it kind of reminds me of, you know, those early defenses we had, like in, with the Lankfords and the Dixons, you know, when they were their last year's out. And that was, that's a pretty, it's a good defense. And so I'm really impressed with it. I want, I mean, they're going to have a, a their hands full, you know, with this upcoming game, but uh, that's the good. The bad, I will say, is um, that I would love to see them create more turnovers, you know, and that to me is when is we see those turnovers happen, happen like what we saw at Norfolk State when Town so caught clinched that game winning play. It was a little bit of pressure by the uh, three man front and he was able to uh, to react, you know, in that his zone coverage uh, quickly because he knew where he could kind of tell where the uh, where the quarterback was going in this read. So what? Um, so that you know, I would love to see that. I would also see love to see tip balls because tip balls always lead to picks. You know, we don't see that many turnovers. You know, fumble strips, whatever. So to me, that is just that is the way that we can turn that defense into offense. I know that I know they're probably trying to figure out how to do it or do it or whatever, but we just haven't seen it. And that is the way to help the offense out, you know, get us out of sticky situations or put us in a good field position where they only have a short distance to go. So that's the um that's the bad. Um going forward, I think that um I would love to see uh that defensive front, you know. Uh, get uh, well because right now we're we're stopping the run somewhat. Uh, I think for us is we're having trouble with these uh, with these uh, these dink and duck type of games, you know, dinking and dunking and quarterbacks that like to roll out. That is our problem. So figure that out, and I think we're good. Yep, totally agree with everything you said. You know, I, one thing I was watching, um, well, you know, watching uh, some a lot of college games this past couple of weekends and. Man, I noticed, man, everybody's running that three down lineman set. Like, it's yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I hate it. It makes yeah. my skin crawl, but um, it's uh, <laughs> it's effective, yeah. I guess, with these spread offenses. You got to have, um, you know, some have coverage, you know. And but, yeah. but one thing yeah. they I've saw, I saw a lot of was that you could walk down one of your linebackers and turn yeah. them into an uh, end when you need to. I think that's where we're trying to get to that's what we need and one guy that we seem to play in that position is number 97 
I think yeah. he's trying to they're trying to groom him or turn him into that, but yeah. that's what I saw. Like when you Amante run, Jenkins, yeah. Yeah, 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 he looks like yeah. a monster back there in coverage. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm if that's like, his <laughs> that's his thing, but dude. yeah, they 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 need to get him. Yeah, 97. Yeah, Jadon, Jadon, yeah. Oh, Jenkins. yeah, yeah. Hold on, Jadon, yeah. I said Omante. No, Jadon, yeah. Yeah, it's 96. Yep. Ooh. So they need to get Jadon to get to be whoever's at. Uh, outside linebacker, but who do you take off yeah. the field? Because he goes in for Mason, so yeah. you want Mason out there who's better in coverage and better at just running around and knocking people's heads off, or Jadon who can give you a little bit more flexibility as far as putting him on the line or stepping back. So yeah. that'll be interesting to see how they um, handle him. But you you hit everything right on the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's our wrap up, man, of the team. I think. It'd be interesting going forward. So at least they they got some things they can rest their heads on. Yeah. So let's jump into the CA scoreboard real quick. The only score that was of interest to me was uh, Richmond losing to Elon in overtime. So Elon's yeah. doing some things. I think they're top twenty five yeah. now too. So yeah, yeah. We thought that was going to be uh, easy. It won't be. Nah. Oh no. They always give A and T problems. So yeah. Yeah. So. Elon's doing some things. So that's just another good team uh, in the conference. So yeah. everything else, eh, I don't care. Any other games we should talk about, we good. Nope. Okay. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Some interesting HBCU games this week uh, besides us, or not us, but um, Campbell beat Central 48 to 18. Now, I was interested in this game because I was actually going to go, even yeah. though I try and avoid going to Barker Lane Stadium. But I was going to go because it was so close. But the storm made made that a, a no-go for me. But I thought Central had an opportunity to beat Campbell because Gamble, they don't always they always they don't always play up to their potential. So I thought yeah. Central could take advantage of that. But man, it looked like high school versus a college team out there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, dang. I mean, it was yeah. I mean, <laughs> Central, they got some things to work on, man. They they need to yeah. recruit some bigger guys. I thought yeah. they could be more aggressive, but they came out like, holy crap, these guys are big. Maybe we'll try yeah. and finesse them. And No, no. Yeah. You, you got to hit a bully yeah. in the mouth, and they didn't. They tried to – I don't know if anything would have helped, but I was shocked at how I, easy it was they got pushed around. Man. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, that didn't surprise me, but what did surprise me was Tennessee State losing to Lane College. Oh, man. Hey, they- so <laughs> let me go ahead and say it. Eddie George. AKA Stump Mitchell, you're oh. 0 4. I mean, it ain't working. You were playing golf before, playing, you were acting before and playing golf before you came to Tennessee State. Tennessee State is, they're beyond whatever. That is a bad program. And they're talking like, about actively trying to go up to P5. That uh, t- Tennessee State. Yeah, hold on. Tennessee State in the Ohio Valley Conference. Yeah. No. You lost the Lane College Dragons. Like, that, they are borderline a uh, community college school with, like, a bunch of, I mean, I'm not going to, let me say that, because we played Lane College a couple of years ago. Let me, let me take that. Let me walk that back. That is a bad program. Yeah. Like, like, he is in over his head. Like, to me, it's like, you can have a star, star power is fine. But you got to know how to be able to relate and to recruit and to understand football. Deion Sanders is a football uh, junkie. 
He yeah. lives and breathes it. Now, and my thing is, when he left uh, the NFL, he was coaching his sons. Eddie George was out there acting like in a the theater. And you're trying to – no. So he is not a – he's not a savant or whatever you want to say. X is an O's guy. So, honestly, Tennessee State, you played yourself. So, yeah. yeah. It's, not, it's not looking good um, <laughs> from Tennessee State. That's yeah. can't, You can't lose that game. Yeah. Can't, can't lose that. Um, hey, the other game, now, a and I know we got some faithful a and folks. So, uh, yeah. I watched them play Bryant. Now, Bryant, yeah. you know, they're not a, the, the greatest of teams. Um, oh. But they're competent. They almost beat a P5 uh, school earlier this year. Um, and they're a new addition to the Big South for everyone who doesn't know. But True. from watching A&T, here's my mm. thoughts on what I saw from them and what the prospects are for the CAA next year. I believe A&T is ready for the CAA. The only thing they need, only, right? They need yeah. bigger defensive linemen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everything else, they will not be picked last like we are when they come yeah. in to the CAA next year. <laughs> they just need some defensive linemen who are beefier and a little yeah. more stout, but they got everything yeah. else. They got everything. Yeah. yeah. And I'm happy for them. Yeah. Happy for them. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so that's all my thoughts for A&T. They're, they're, they're okay. Um, yeah. So CAA opener, we play Maine. Mm-hmm. Maine is 0-4 and we play them at home. Maine is 0-4. They're 0-2 at home, 0-2 on the road. They lost to University of Mexico pretty badly. They lost to Colgate uh, by three points, 21-18. They lost to Boston College. That game was more competitive than the score showed, 38-17. And they just lost to Villanova, who's very good. So they're not – they haven't won the game. But I won't say they're bad. They're not bad. They are a CAA-competent team. And they know how to win. They know how to play. And they're just bereft of talent right now. Maybe they're rebuilding, but they know how to play. So we should win this game. It's at home. Our defense is good. We should win this game. But if we don't play a complete game, we'll lose. So the only thing that stood out for me for Maine was that they have nine sacks, and these are against some quality yeah. teams. Yeah. So they will get after the quarterback. Yeah. Our guys, if they have to throw the ball, they will get sacked. It's not yeah. if, it's they will. Yeah. And yeah. Mays is going to get pressured. Yeah. And he might fumble if they can't protect him. So this is yeah. that's scary. If I'm worried about anything yeah. from Maine, it's their pass rush. So what do we got to do to win this game, man? Oh, well, just watching them. Um, they have a pretty competent QB and Joe Fag- Fagnano. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh. Get that I'm one having, right, man. Come I'm on. having an issue. <laughs> uh, Fagnano. Okay. Hold on, get hold it right. <laughs> Joe F A G N A N O. Fagano. Fagano. Okay. F A G N A N O. So, okay. Yeah. F- we're not going to say it. Yeah. So, Joe. <laughs> yep. Joe. Uh, he's pretty competent. Um, kind of seems that. Uh, he's, uh, you know, uh, he had three touchdown passes the last game. Um, they have a, uh, they spread the ball fairly, um, fairly well, but they have one receiver, Elijah Barnwell, you know, he, he oh, no, I'm sorry. I have a one running back. 
You know, uh, they have a decent running game. You know, they got 112 yards last week against Villanova. So I would say that, you know, stopping that rushing attack is pretty, pretty difficult. Um, they do spread the ball around a lot. Kobe White, Sean Bowman, you know, Xavier, uh, Xavier Scott. You know, there's some pretty decent players, you know. So I do think that they like to spread the ball around with some ball control. So it's kind of similar to what we're used to. So, but as far as their defense is concerned, yeah, they definitely love to love to load up and um, get go after the passer. So, I do think that this is probably where we could use our use uh, Roman Copeland, you know, because we haven't talked about him since his injury. So, yeah, um, you know, he, you know, this is great for you know him on the screen game or the short game, the slants, you know, um, butts out there, you know, especially when they're when they're blitzing, you know, that he can sneak out there, you know, and it's, this is my thing. If Bucks is behind the line of scrimmage and there's five people behind them, then he it's an automatic touchdown. To me, it's like the numbers don't add up. If you've got about five to six behind you and you got maybe three to four, maybe another five, you know, in front of you at an angle, you ain't catching them, you know? So, I do think that if you can get him in space, you know, to offset that rushing uh, there, that defensive pass rush, then we win the game. And then. Uh, or if we um, are able to go over top with Jada, Jada Kiss, then I think we're, we'll, we'll be okay. Yep. Yep. So it'll be an interesting game. One that Anthony should be able to pick up and, uh, be back to talk about it at some point (laughs) (laughs) so go pirates all right guys man i hope we win this game gotta win this game